Welcome to episode four of the DJ Force X podcast. Uh, this week, I'll be chatting to Lee Stora from UK band Servers. Uh, but before that, um, I just wanted to pay tribute to uh, Wayne Static, who sadly passed away a few days ago. Um, I was kind of lost for words when the news came through um, that he had passed on. Uh, I met him a couple of times back in the UK, uh, back in the Static X days, and he was always a, a great guy. Um, where some musicians are kind of standoffish or, um, you know, a bit of an ego on them, this guy was just happy to chat. And we did. We chatted about music and just random stuff. Uh, he was a great guy. Um, I just want to send my condolences to his friends and family around the world. And, um, yeah, rest in peace, Wayne. Uh, on to other stuff this week. Um, yeah, I've been listening to a couple of albums, uh, a band called Exotype. Um, they're based here in Orlando in Florida. And yeah, that if you get a chance, check them out. Um, you can find them on most social networks. Just type in Exotype into whatever you stream off. Uh, great sort of crossover of metal and, and electronic music. Uh, yeah, and uh, the new Slipknot album as well, if you haven't picked that up yet. Um, it's it's awesome, quite frankly. It's a, it's a real, a real beast. Um, anyway, we're going to get on with this week's interview. Enjoy. Welcome to the DJ Force X podcast. This week we have Lee Stora from UK Band Servers. Welcome, Lee. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. All good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. So to start off with, um, uh, just to give the audience an idea of who you are, uh, would you like to tell us about your band? Yeah, I'm, I'm in a band called Servers. Um, released a debut album in February this year uh been absolutely blown away by the response of uh, especially journalists and i'd like to thank everybody who's bought the album come to see a show uh, i wrote any words about as it. it's been it's been absolutely mind-blowing and then like i said uh, previously I've, I've said a few times if people would have given me the paper and pen to write things about this album uh i couldn't have done a better job so <laughs> It's been absolutely brilliant. Excellent, excellent. Um, so, uh, so who else is in the band with you? Uh, I've got Lee Wild. Uh, used to be in a band called Silence. Mm-hmm. Got he's, he plays bass. Uh, Aunt Net, Aunt Net, Aunt Nettleship plays drums. They used to be in a band called Disarm, and then we have Server Five, who joins us live, but. He's not involved in the writing process. He's just, he's just a live uh, entity. Okay, that's interesting. What what role does he fulfil? I because we've played a lot of guitars and and built, tried to build build like sonic soundscape. He's okay. uh, he comes in to help. Okay, uh, to replicate that. We did try to do it with the three of us with the samples and uh, things, but it's much better we with two guitars live okay, so cool so you're you're the front man and guitarist i'm the man you're the man 
You fulfill both those roles that I'm everyone server loves. One. <laughs> server one. Server one. It's only zero that's uh, any better. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, you released your first album in February, like you said. Uh, it's called Leave With Us. Yeah. Um, it's a very good album. Oh, thank um, you. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've had it on my MP3 player for, well, since I got it, actually. It's been on there, and it's on constant rotation. And um, my wife this morning also told me that she really liked the track I gave her for her. No um, way. What, her, what song was it? Uh, I gave her um, uh, Universes and Supernovas. Ah, I um, see. I put it because she wanted a bunch of music for her car. And I stuck it on a USB stick. And uh, yeah, she said she really liked it. So, is, is it the short version or the album version? It's the, version. the album version, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because awesome. um, you also released a, a, is it an EP or a single recently as well? Yeah, we well, we released Universe and Supernovas as a single, mm-hmm. but it's some six and a half minutes long. So <laughs> we're not Queen. We we're not, it's not uh, Bowen and Rhapsody, but we. Um, we did a really cruel edit on it and got it down to three and a half minute. Uh, got it down to three, 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 which and that, okay. that's why we call it the half evil, <laughs> half evil edit. <laughs> nice, nice. Was that the one that was attached to the claustrophobia single? No, no, that's oh. uh, that's a remix done by Jez Walton, who plays in Earth Tone Nine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know Jez. Yeah. How do you know? Ja, I well, do know Jess, Jess. Yeah, he, um, a re- remix. He was in Ghosts of a Thousand. A Thousand, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. And uh, yeah, obviously he's in Earth Tone 9 at the moment. And he's also yeah. producing a couple of albums as well that um, I kind of uh, know about. I know the bands anyway. Nah, uh, cool. He's, uh, well, he, yeah, he did, uh, he did the remix on, on the Claustrophobia uh, single. Okay. Uh, Pete Server, Server 4 did the... Uh, the the half evil edit and the original six minute version were done by Matt Ellis, produced by Matt Ellis. Okay, cool. Okay, I like I do like the way you've got your like you know server numbers as well. Um, yeah, your fan base that's quite cool. I, I'm number one eight seven. Oh, awesome. So um, yeah, like I said, but I I, wait, I wait. Sorry, you're close to the arts. You see, uh, yes. The lower you go, the the nearer you are to zero. I know, I know, but I, I was like, I wanted one eight seven, just purely because of its actual number in uh, what was it? It's like the police number for murder, death, kill in ah. uh, Demolition Man and stuff, and you know. And I was waiting for that number because, uh, like, my favourite number is three, and that was obviously taken. So <laughs> I, I had to wait. He's a big lad. He's six foot five, and you could you could wrestle him for number three. I'll give him a go. I mean, I'm 6'2", so it's not... Oh, too... yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, um, no, I like the way you've done that because it kind of gives that uh, community amongst your fans. You know, yeah, you've got we... that, like, everyone's got kind of, like, a, a number and, like, they're part of, like, the server followers. Yeah, well, I mean, basically... It's it's a mailing list, isn't it? But more inclusive. We wanted it to be. We wanted people to be uh, involved. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and, and be uh, you know, be inc- be included. We're all servers. Whether you know whether whatever your zero is, we're all serving somebody or something. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So who who is your zero? 
Yeah, I can't oh, my, tell you. I'm not at liberty to say, no. <laughs> oh, my wife's looking at me with arms crossed here. Okay. <laughs> she didn't really know. She's not my zero. I, uh, <laughs> I wear the trousers. Uh... No, yeah. But, well, yeah, you, you, we're all slaves to one thing or another. So, yeah. you know, your zero is your own personal thing, whether it be God or Allah or whatever. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, well, go, going back to your album, um, as a whole, like I said, I really liked it. Um, and there's a, like a couple of standout tracks for myself on there. Um, I really like Claustrophobia, which you released. Um, yeah, well, can I, the thing is about uh, Claustrophobia is with this album, I wasn't going to shy away from doing a softer song or an emotional, writing an emotional song. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to look at Bands like Queens of the Stone Age, they never shy away from things like that. Uh, and I, 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 I'm proud of that song. It's, it's, it's a, a ballad type softer song. One for the ladies, we always say it is, but <laughs> it's, uh, our, yeah, that was part of the writing process this time. Yeah. It's just that the whole, because the, 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 what I get attached to with most songs is like, it's the sound of it, the tones that you use. Yeah. And, and that song, just like, it's just, like you say, it's a, it's a ballady type song. It's a slow song, but the layers of sound, the, the, so, yeah. the sort of psych soundscape of it, it just like, it's one of those songs that kind of gives you chills. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously you're close to the music, so it's kind of, yeah. you know, hearing it, it's part and parcel of what you do. But there's only a few songs that have done that for me, to be perfectly honest. And it, that was one of them. That is awesome to hear. You know, that it, makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, I, I hear it and I get chills down my back or whatever on my arms, and it's just like it's it's part of a handful of songs that that that, that will do that. And it's just the sonic soundscape you created. It it's just it it blew, it kind of blew me away. I suppose. Oh, the fantastic. So, you know, and it and and like in complete contrast, I also really like Run with the Foxes. You know, which is a completely yeah. like different like jump. Because you got the slow ballad and you got this like fast rock song. Yeah, uh, that's Darren's favorite at Undergroove. Uh, he wanted to release that as the second single, as opposed to Claustrophobia. But Lisa at all tight. Um, she she was pushing for Claustrophobia, and we we really didn't know which way to to jump between Room of the Foxes and Claustrophobia. But um, we 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 th- we we kind of thought that Claustrophobia might attract wider you know wider kind of music lover type of thing so we went with claustrophobia but yeah Room with the Fox is a weird one I kind of wrote that and had these block chords where I thought that is so cheesy but I'm going to work and layer and work and layer until I until I make it make it something uh, pleasing and that's exactly what I did with that song yeah because I think that was the first song of yours that I played on my show um, back in probably February time, maybe oh, it was before February, I think, before the release. Oh, cool! Because um, I knew Universes and Supernovas was the first single because you shot the video for it and everything. Yeah, that would be um, I was yeah, so. I was literally mixing my show, and it kind of fell into the right. Because um, the way the way I kind of go about mixing my show is like it's like the BPM and the key the songs yeah. in. Just so when I'm like blending it or beat or whatever, it, it kind of feels so smooth. 
and that one kind of fell into that area um i was i, I can't remember the exact track listing i used but it was around sort of more like the drum and bass stuff oh, cool. <laughs> but um it kind of like but that was the first song that really like caught my attention and then i got through the whole album and like you know claustrophobia and 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 the other songs as well just like oh it's kind of like it's a complete package of an album oh well we definitely wanted to create uh an album full of good songs there were never ever going to be any filler on it and i hope that we've achieved that yeah i can't pick any sort of uh any filler tracks out really I'm usually pretty good at that because I'll like <laughs> I'll edit the album down to the like the the, the killer tracks and uh, like because the way I sort my music is kind of like um, energy based. Yeah. Um, like for for like DJing and stuff like that, it's all like energy based and and tempo. So it's kind of like I normally cut some songs out, but I even managed to play claustrophobia on my show. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I it was it was a while back, but I, I even because I knew that was the, the the video and the fact that I'm in the video. <laughs> oh, young bird! I'm I'm one of the I'm one I'm one of the like pictures. So, <laughs> I, did you make the book? Uh, I I don't know. I that's a lot. So a few, few no, for no reason, just other than the Matt Lee, the who shot the video, he made the book and he some faces out to put in that okay which i pointed during the video and i'm thinking i hope these people don't worry that why i'm pointing at them why why we selected them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's all all good fun yeah no i remember seeing myself like on the wall bit i think you know uh kind of panning across a wall yeah some people on the wall are in the book too oh okay <laughs> you okay. might be chosen one hey <laughs> One eight seven. Yes, one eight seven. <laughs> cool. What influences you guys? What bands? What um, uh, what other entity influences you when it comes to your music? Um, I can only speak personally for myself, but um, I, I would say the biggest influences for me are um, Jim Morrison and the Doors, uh, Killing Joke. Um, been listening to a lot of Mastodon. Um, yeah, them, them, them three. I, w I would say the the the, the biggies for me. Okay. Cool. I I, re I really do like Jazz Coleman from Killing Joke. I like what he does. I like his writing. I, I love Killing Joke. Uh, and same for Jim Morrison, legend. Yeah, and Mastodon have just got my tickets through for the first of December, so it'll be the first time I've seen them. But I've heard they're not that good live, but I'll I'll see um, when they, I see. They, I I I've seen them a couple of times, um, and they're good. All right, they're a solid live band. It's just a it's a big sound. Yeah. Um, it just it just depends because I think a lot of their, I mean, I like Mastodon, but I think with one of their live shows, I became, uh, I don't want to say bored. But easily distracted, I think. Yeah. It could, because it, it started to kind of drone. Yeah, you wouldn't get that if you went to see Jim Morrison, would you? Or, no, um, no, you'd be kind of captivated by yeah. that front man. But it, yeah. I think uh, with their like new material and things, I think it's a lot more diverse from where they were before. Yeah, um, it definitely whereas, is. Whereas like, 
when I saw them, they were kind of a bit more like uh, that kind of stoner rock growl yeah. thing. Whereas they still have that edge, but they've got that kind of, um, I suppose, they've got more melodic. Yeah. Yeah. They've got that. They've they've introduced that melodic edge that seems to have got them a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, over the past couple of albums, anyway, and um, I think that really probably breaks up their live set now, where you you'll get that you won't be distracted from because it's changing. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that sounds good. Rock City in Nottingham is a great venue as well. Yes, it is. It's a great venue. That one. It's one of the few venues that I never managed to actually play. Oh no way! It was on my like bucket list of venues. We played. Um, was it Junction Seven, which is just down the road? Ooh, just it down the road. To a nice sound, but not not the. It's not Rock City, is it? No, it's not Rock City. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was that, and I think the London Astoria was my other one on the bucket list. That that oh, no longer I've exists. I've done that as well. I've been on both. Have you? Ah, swine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that Coco? No. Oh, sorry. I apologise. No, the, the Astoria the was uh, Tottenham Court Road. Central London. Oh. Um, there was two venues. There was an Astoria 2, which changed its name yeah. to mean Fiddler and LA 2. Yes, of course. So, yeah, we played that with My Ruin and Skid Row. Okay. We're the last, last band, Geo yeah. Medicine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that, those are like two of the venues, but Nottingham Rock City was one of them. I was just like, one day. I mean, there's still time because it's still there where the Astoria has gone. So. That's yeah, I've crossed off the bucket list, but you never know. One day I might re have that revigorating feel of getting into a band, and yeah, you yeah. might come, you might come and do some DJing for service. Oh, that'd be cool! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice UK tour DJing, that'd be cool. <laughs> do it, you know. Lee likes his DJs and things, so yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so have you guys actually going on from live shows? Have you got anything planned coming up? Uh, we we've got a couple of just a couple of local shows this year. Uh, that's it, and then next year we begin work on the second album. Cool, uh, which is half written and sounding very promising. Uh, it's it's one of them things. It's like the uh, at this stage in life, it's got to keep. I've got to keep interest and I've got to feel like it's worthwhile and mm. it definitely is with these five songs that have been wrote for the second album. So we, we're going into the studio in January with Matt Ellis again at Axis Studio. Uh, we're recording four songs. We've got one already. Uh, so that'll be half, half the album done. Uh, so we just, at the moment, we're just preoccupied with uh, pre-producing uh, these songs before we're going to Axis. Cool. Yeah, I heard. Um, no, I saw your "Bodies in the Ground" lyric video last week, and um, if is that the new song that you've already got written for the next album? Yeah, that'll be on next album, but it, it's not the finished article as yet. Okay. Uh, but um, it we did that because we did the Love Struck Madness cover for the Teenage Cancer Trust, mm-hmm. and as and instead of just going in to record one song, we we thought it'd be a missed opportunity, so we we took that opportunity to to do Bodies in the Ground, which were uh, written for the next album. Um, yeah, it's it's a slightly different. We're still doing the kind of cult thing. I, I but I want it to be more more on a personal 
level this time. Like yeah. the powerful personality that attracts people. Uh, but on a more personal thing, like the hybristophilia and the um, like the Stockholm syndrome, Bonnie and Clyde syndrome. We are. It's like one on one with people who know that another person's evil or doing wrong, but they kind of fall for the. Uh, kind of fall for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be more more like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was gonna say from the video um, that I saw, obviously it's a lyric video, but the, the images in the background are all very um, like cult like. Yeah, uh, same it's like thing. It's gonna be same thing. Yeah, but the overarching theme is gonna be about this ibristophilia type vibe. The like the Marion Lee and Liam Brady type thing where yeah. somebody holds control of it. It's the same sort of thing. It's like the uh, manipulative brainwashing techniques and, you know, uh, that the, the doomsday cult leaders had and that, that excessive devotion and mm. that, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's going to be the same sort, sort of thing, but on a more personal level. Okay, cool. So uh, what time frame are you working on with the album um, at the moment? Uh, I mean, what actually happens and what we're working towards probably will be different, but we're hoping to sort of like get the second album out by summer next year. Cool. That's the plan. Cool. Yeah, like I said, we'll have five songs recorded in January. Yeah. Then we'll, we'll probably uh, go back in March time and then hopefully get it out early summer. Okay. That sounds sounds like a plan. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know how loose these things Going can be things. when you sort of set a date for something to be recorded. It's kind of you don't want to rush the creative process. But yeah. It's also good to have a sort of, I guess, a deadline as such. But like you say, you've only got you've got. I mean, you've got five songs done yeah. already. You just need to record. Lots of, you know. lots of ideas knocking about. Yeah. So, yeah. so hopefully they'll meld into another sort of five six songs and yeah and sort of you know. As as juices are flowing, it's yes. things are good. Good, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Right, there's one thing I got made aware of that I've kind of been well, not really asked to ask about, but it's kind of really? interesting. Um, hedgehog. Ah, wrong. You talk. <laughs> no, I'm I'm wrong. I, I, I'm the wrong person to talk about hedgehogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah. And the drummer, he's got a. Is it, are they African? They're really cute things. They're not like our hedgehogs, but uh, <laughs> like more like pet type cuddly things. But uh, yeah, he's got one, and and I think uh, Lisa's got one. Uh, oh, okay. old so there lies the connection. I see. Okay, because it was Lisa that kind of mentioned it, um, uh, and I was like, "You guys have a band hedgehog?" Yeah, <laughs> they call him Mister Mister Prickles. Mister Prickles, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> I have actually seen him. I've been around to Ant's house. Yeah, I've, uh, I've met the chap. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, 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 it's one of those things. I was like, band hedgehog. How is it like a mascot? Yeah. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like a little mascot. But no, it's a real life hedgehog. Yeah, they, okay. they, I've seen things. I've seen messages and posts and things flying about. But unfortunately, I'm, I'm not the. I'm not in the hub of the hedgehog thing. <laughs> Okay. I will find out and come back to you. Is that what people normally say? Um, it, it was, it was, it was, it was. I don't know. But last time we um we spoke, Lisa mentioned something afterwards. 
All right. And I was like, I had no idea because I, I mean, I see sort of like like messages fly back and forth about various things. Yeah. On on Twitter and things, sort of between like the bands and the PRs, and and I look at them thinking, what the f-? you know, and, you know, I know there's like bands with like like really bizarre um, PR merch, you know, like giveaways. Like especially through Hold Tight, <laughs> I yeah. it's it's like was it Morgorgie had like a black impaler as part of the uh-huh. um, like like a PR send out. Like not only yeah. did you get the CD and bio, but you got this huge black de- dildo with a upturned oh, crucifix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw it. Yeah, awesome. I was like, how how the fuck did you get away with that? <laughs> <laughs> But it gets you noticed. I mean, that that's. That, I mean, I, I've had PR stuff sent to me before that got a band noticed. I mean, it doesn't take like the extra stuff for me to notice a band, but it certainly helps when you open a package and there's like, um, what did I get? Uh, I'm trying to think of one. There's a band called Blood Simple, which was um, the front man from Vision of Disorder. All right. And I think one uh, Mike from Vision of Disorder as well. And they formed this new band after VOD took a break. Yeah. And they're called Blood Simple. And um, I got sent uh, basically the CD and a blood pack, oh. you know, and it's like, that was quite cool. I mean, it's all sort of dried up and shriveled now and it's somewhere <laughs> in storage, but you know, little things like that. And I knew, yeah. I remember um, years ago, uh, I don't, you probably remember this organ fanzine. Yeah. I can remember organ. And yeah. They, they used to, yeah. They used to uh, encourage um, like ways of getting noticed. Like, so send them your CD, but send them something else with it. Yeah, and you, there was like a top ten list they used to have of stuff they'd been sent. Um, I can't remember that. Uh, it was, it it was just online somewhere. It, 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 you, yeah, I don't know if it's online anymore. I know the site's kind of still there, and I've spoken to Sean since. He's still sort of doing stuff, but um, it doesn't. Ha- they don't have quite the, the. I don't think they have quite the following they used to. I think as soon as he, as soon as Sean didn't try as hard, yeah, they were gonna. You know, it we're gonna because he is he, such a fanatic and such a so much passion yeah. for music, and you know. yeah, yeah. Now we were fortunate to be part of one of the organ radio CDs at one yeah. point, which was quite cool. But um, I don't. That's the only like piece of. I think it's one of like three bits that I don't have. Like I've got everything else, like flyers and posters and CDs and T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. But that compilation CD. I, can, I cannot find for love nor what money. <laughs> number of that? Do you know? I think it was that number. Might... It was number twenty. I think. Oh, that might have been after Sun Lounger. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it, it, I I can't remember who we shared it with either. But um, yeah, I think we even made the top ten at one point because we sent like a, was it a box of milk tray chocolates? Oh, and, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was basically a date kit. <laughs> So there was like condoms in there. There was the uh, um, the box of chocolates and a few other items. And we, I think we made the top ten at like for like a week, and then some band sent in loads of stuff, <laughs> just obliterated it. So, but it's right, I never really like. It's one of those things. It's just if you see what they're giving away, like okay, that'll get you noticed now. <laughs> yeah, he's got to help. Yeah, he's he's got to help. Yeah. Yeah. And we should be able to come up with some some that we serve as definitely I think. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if there was anything off the top of your head. Yeah. If it was viable, um 
you know what 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 would that item be what do you think you could well you've just you've just kind of uh give me some inspiration there i know a chocolatier he only lives at the top of my street oh. and i went to talk with him and i'm just thinking maybe some service chocolates oh laced with kool-aid <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that would make the news. That would. That would. <laughs> I would be instantly famous. You would. You'd have that following. Your albums would fly. <laughs> Brilliant. That's it then. There you go. Sorted. Thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> or even, or even... Will you come and see me in prison? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll Skype with you there. You're allowed, I think you're allowed one Skype phone call, so. <laughs> <laughs> They'll not let you in anyway, 187. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Dang. Well then, uh do letters. Letters. Old school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, on the live front, yeah. if you could at the moment if you could talk with any band that are still around, um wh- what would they be? <laughs> what 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 do you think would be a good match for servers that would work well with? Well, uh, I don't know. I really like uh, Ghost. Mm-hmm. I like Mastodon. Uh, I love to with Queens of Stone Age. I know they're a little bit predictable, but uh, <laughs> be a lot of people there. Yeah, so. it's just finding that yeah. right match, isn't it? Because you don't want to end up yeah. on the road with something like on the diverse front that no one can relate to i suppose on like fan base wise yeah because you get like obviously you got like a lot of people that follow certain trends within a genre and then you know i've had it uh, where you you are mismatched on a band on a bill yeah yeah so i was just sort of curious of what you thought would be a good match for your band uh, obviously you know mastodon queens of stone age and it's difficult because I know it's the old cliche, but um, I think we've talked about this before when you feel like sometimes you may be falling between the cracks in the pavement. Yeah. You don't exactly know who, who would be wanting to listen to what you're doing. So, I, 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 you know, which is a good thing and a bad thing, but um, so it's difficult just to say, um, you know, Mastodon or. Kajira or something like that but yeah, I mean yeah. they'd, they'd just be awesome shows I think I'd like to be there just to watch as a fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're on early but I'm come to watch this band yeah yeah but, you get the tickets of the show as well <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> so uh, back to your new album um, plans um, would that be through Undergroove again or um, are you looking um, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is with you guys with them but um would you be looking for another deal or even releasing well, it yourself or anything? For, um, I mean, I, I don't know if people are aware what, what happened with un, us and Undergroove. It basically, Undergroove had uh, folded, not folded, but it, it just wound, Darren wound Undergroove down. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of rung him up and said, look, you know, I've got this new band, I've got these new songs, and you've got to put it, put it out. And he was like, well, the world's turned and the music industry is a different place, which we we all know it is. Mm. Uh, and he was saying, you know, I don't know this, I don't know that. And I, I, 
yes. Owned it and owned and said, look, I will deliver you something special. You have got to put this album out. So I sent him, sent him first three songs uh, and he became interested and then sent him the next three or four and, and I basically ground him down. So I brought him out out of retirement uh, and he was absolutely blown away by the response that um, the music industry had to Undergrove being being back. Yeah, because there was a little press around that point and I saw a few interviews with Darren and um, things like that. And it was was one of those labels back, back five, six years ago that most bands wanted to be on. I mean, you had bands, was it like Charger, Johnny Truant? Yeah. Um, I think he released the My Ruin album oh, as well, didn't he? My Ruin album, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those labels where you, you like, I was sad to see it go. I knew he kind of wound it down and sort of went on a hiatus. Yeah. But it's... um, He got heaps of kudos, but no no money. <laughs> but <laughs> it's passion. And, and I think that kind of makes up for all the... You know the lacking in financial things. He's so yeah. he's one of the good guys. So when this album, this next album, I mean, obviously he gets the songs first. Yeah. Uh, you got bodies in the ground and love struck first, and he'll get the the next songs in January first, and then it'll be up to Darren to you know to see whether he wants to. Hopefully, he will want to carry on and put next album out. Mm. If not, then. There's always self-releasing and yeah. things like that, but hopefully, hopefully it'll uh, surface on Undergrove. Oh, that'd be cool. So, um, what? Oh, and he's got he's got like Spider Kitten, uh, another band. So he's, he's proper got back into the okay. vibe. I was, about, I was about to ask if he if he was going with any other bands. Um... Yeah, Spider Kitten from Wales. I, I don't know too much about them, but um, I've got a great vibe. It's like uh, Doom, like a Doom. Okay. we're quite an eye pitched vocal sounds good yeah so that sounds i'll have to check them out um so would you um obviously with this album would you uh go down the route of uh crowdsourcing you know like kickstarter or um what's the other one um yeah um um what i'll call it um pledge music pledge music yeah uh, yeah it, it is it's an option to, to do that you know it's like as a band you just want your songs out there you want people to be listening to them and yeah. it's not a career move it'd be nice if it were a career move but we, we all we know the um, kind of realities of, of of music now it's just nice to to be involved in them for people like yourself and for people so they're enjoying what you, you, you're doing and that, that for me that is the that is success mm. Uh, you know, to have the feedback and uh, and for, to know that people are enjoying it, and that's genuine from band on art. It's it, it it'd be lovely to make a make a, a living out of it, but you know, this, this is only the tip of the iceberg that that really uh, crush it in there. Yeah, cool. Okay, man. Well, um, it was good to speak to you. And, yeah, nice um, to talk to you. yeah. Um, have a good. Uh, have a good rest of your day. All right, it'll be great right. to talk to you. Good to speak to you, Lee. Take it easy. See you later, bud. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And another episode is coming to a close. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Uh, I'll be back again next Thursday with another cast. And uh, not quite sure who I'm going to have on there right now. As, as of this time recording, there's a couple of options. Um, but if you keep an eye on my social media feed, if you go to djforcex.com, um, you should be able to link to all the social media I'm attached to. So that's like Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I think I'm on Pinterest or something. Anyway, uh, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm all over them. So if you can, uh, if you go there, cool. Uh, if you can leave some feedback, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, share it with a friend, all that kind of stuff kind of helps. Um, yeah. So yeah. Thank you again this week. And, uh, until next time. This is DJ Force X, out.